Hi, boys and girls. This is Ms. Kathy. I'm so happy you've joined me today for another story just for you. Chapter 5 An Important Lesson A couple days later, Sammy met his friends at the shoebox. Although he had told Maria, Chris, and Dee Dee about the light in the window the day after he saw it, Willie and Jenny hadn't been filled in on all the events of the past week. So before class began, Sammy told them about being chased by the Bully Brothers on the way to the library. They've already been in trouble with the principal for picking on kids, Jenny said. Yeah, Willie agreed, but every time they pass me they say something like, Road hog, just loud enough for me to hear, but not a teacher. Then Sammy excitedly told them about the Underground Railroad and their discovery at the library. We found a book that showed a secret room in a barn. I think Mr. Chambers' house has a second wall just like it. Cool, Willie said, but how can you be sure? There you all are, Mrs. Shue said. It's time to start class. What are you doing out here? Oh, we were just talking about secret rooms, Sammy answered. We didn't think we should talk about that during class. I appreciate that, Mrs. Shue said, smiling. I'm sure God does, too. But it's time to come in now. After our lesson is over, and if there's a little time left, you can talk some more about secret rooms. You can even tell me about it. It sounds exciting. After the friends settled down for a class, Mrs. Shue began. How was everyone's week? she asked. Mrs. Shue always started class this way. She liked to know if anyone was having any problems with anything. Is anyone having difficulty with something they'd like to share? Six hands went up. Oh, my goodness, Mrs. Shue said. It must have been a rough week. Sammy, why don't you start? I think we're all having the same problem. There are two new kids at Willie and Jenny's school. Twins. Sixth graders. They pick on everybody. They made fun of us when we were playing ball. They call me names at school, Jenny said. Me too, Willie chimed in. They chased us when we were going to the library, Maria and Dee Dee added. Why don't they like us? Sammy asked. They don't know anything about us, but they made fun of us anyway. Let's talk about this a little, Mrs. Shue said. Have you ever heard the saying, you can't judge a book by its cover? Several heads nodded. Jenny, Mrs. Shue said, can you tell us what it means? I think it means, Jenny began, that when you look at the cover of a book, you can't be sure if the story is good or not if you just look at the picture on the front. That happened to me once, Willie said. I picked a book out of a kid's catalog. It was supposed to be a great adventure story. The picture on the cover showed a ship and a storm, but when I read the book, it had monsters and magic in it. It was so scary, I didn't even finish it. An excellent example, Willie, Mrs. Shue said. I have another situation for you now. Suppose it's your birthday, and you have a beautifully wrapped present handed to you. Can you tell what the gift is on the inside just by looking at the wrapping? No way, Sammy said. One time I opened up this really cool-looking present. It was underwear for my Uncle Locke. The kids and Mrs. Shue laughed. But another time my grandparents gave me this plain brown shoebox, Sammy continued. I wondered what dumb present would be inside. Then the box meowed. Whispers, who was just a kitten, was inside. That was the best birthday ever. I think you're all catching on to the idea, Mrs. Shue said. You can't judge what someone or something is like based only on what you see on the outside. Let's see what God says about judging others. Mrs. Shue picked up her Bible, and so did the kids. All right, let's see, Mrs. Shue said, thinking out loud. Let's try John seven twenty four. The shoebox kids turned quickly to the New Testament. They all knew the books of the Bible and could find them easily. Sometimes they made a game out of it. Willie's hand shot up first. I've got it, he said. Please read the verse out of your International Children's Bible, Willie, Mrs. Shue said. Stop judging by the way things look. 
Be fair and judge by what is really right, Willie read. Pretty clear, isn't it, class? Mrs. Shue said. Now let's see how God judges us. Turn with me to 1 Samuel chapter 16, verse 7. Sammy, why don't you read that one? Start with the second part of the verse. Sammy began, God does not see the same way people see. People look at the outside of a person, but the Lord looks at the heart. So then, Mrs. Shue continued, God is interested in what we're like inside. Therefore, does it matter what people think and say about us if we keep Jesus in our heart? No, the shoebox kids answered, their heads shaking back and forth. But what do we do about those who call people names, like those awful bullies, Jenny asked. It may be hard, but we simply have to let God work it out, Mrs. Shue answered. It is very important to remember that we should not judge others for their behaviors. Romans 2, 1-3 says that if we judge others, we are no different than they are for judging. It seems too hard to ignore those bullies, though, Willie said. Sammy smiled. You know something, he said, right before the bullies tripped over the tree roots and sidewalk, I prayed to God and asked him to help us get away from them, and then they tripped. Chris jumped up and pretended to be a brother tripping over the roots and falling down. Everyone laughed except Mrs. Shue. It's possible, she said, that God did use the tree to slow the brothers down and let you get safely to the library. But, she added, we don't want to make fun of someone else's misfortune. That isn't right either. Mrs. Shue looked down at her watch. Oh, dear, I didn't realize so much time had gone by. We have a little time left, Sammy. I'd love to hear more about this secret room business. Sammy quickly filled Mrs. Shue in on the round window at Mr. Chambers' house. He explained his feeling that there was a secret room just like inside the barn that was part of the Underground Railroad. But I have to know for sure, Sammy said. The librarian said that the historical library, or an old architectural firm of Smith and, oh, I forget the other name, but they might have old floor plans to the house or some other information. Do you mean the Smith and Bowers architects, Mrs. Shue asked? Yeah, that's it, Sammy said. I know Tom Smith quite well, Mrs. Shue said. His great-grandfather started the firm over 100 years ago. Mrs. Shue paused. I'll tell you what, she said. Why don't you all meet at my house Monday after school, and we'll go over to the firm together, and just maybe we'll find the plans to Mr. Chambers' house. And just maybe, Sammy said excitedly, the plans will prove that there is a secret room. The story you have heard today is a chapter of The Shoebox Kids, Book 9, The Secret of the Hidden Room, written by Nancy Speck, edited and created by Jerry D. Thomas, and used with permission from the Pacific Press Publishing Association. If you're interested in any other books published by the Seventh-day Adventist Church, please visit AdventistBookCenter.com or call 1-800-765-6955. This podcast is a production of the Carolina Conference of the Seventh-day Adventist Church.